we're continuing the halacha in the Rambam, in the beginning of the laws of Mashiach, Chochus Malach HaMashiach, the 11th chapter. We covered the first few lines, and we continue now. And the Rambam says the following, Whoever doesn't believe in Mashiach, or does not await Mashiach's arrival, not only is he a koifer, a denier, and all the prophets, rather, furthermore, he's a koifer in Tayyid and Meshul so, there's a famous question that people have. What's pshat, What's the chilek? It says, whoever doesn't believe for, Mish- for uh, wait, uh, believe in Mashiach or wait for Mashiach. So, uh, without giving an actual answer, but uh, a few weeks ago, a Freyye told me that he thinks the Mashiach, a Freyye, he says he thinks Mashiach is a, is a beautiful, amazing idea, and you always have what to look forward to. You have to believe in a perfect world. But practically, of course, it's never going to happen. But this is the vision that drives people and it makes them do good things. So I told him that it made me understand for the first time, Shana the Rambam, that it's possible to believe in Mashiach, but you're not, you don't, you're not a right? It's a concept which is very beautiful to believe in. But in any event, the Rambam says, and how so? So he goes, goes ahead and begins bringing Raiyas from the Torah. At the end, he'll say that the Nevi'im are not big Raiyas, because all the Nevi'im are Malayim, but they're absolutely full of discussing this concept. So he says, because Torah testified about Mashiach. Where does it testify in the Torah? He brings his first proof. It says in the Torah, Hashem will return your captivity and have mercy on you. He'll gather you in together. If you're going to be scattered to the ends of heavens, Hashem will bring you to Israel. It's Raya from Atam Nitzavim. Many people, I saw the Ibn Ezra, everyone learns that this is Kavayachal, the starkest that I, the strongest that I uh, for Mashiach in the Torah. You start searching through the Torah, you're looking for Mashiach. Who should take Mashiach in the Torah? So they say that at the end, in the end of Devarim, in Parashas Nitzavim, right, so it describes the terrible punishments hap- going to happen to the Jewish people. And it says that they're going to the be so desolate and barren, mamish the way Slim and Amaito were, an empty land, and it's going to be Geferlich, and the Yidna are going to suffer. Then it says at the end of days, right, it says the Yidna are going to take it to heart, they're going to do tshuva, right? You're going to take it to heart, you're going to return to God, and then will return you. Uh, uh, from all the nations that he scattered you there. And it says, Even if you'll be at the ends of the heavens, from there God will gather you in, and I'll take you, and I'll bring you to Yisrael. And he'll do good to you, and increase you even more than he was to your ancestors. Okay? So, uh, very interesting. The, the reality is like this. So, the Torah is full of Teichacha curses and clawless and inyanim, and then Hashem says, if you were to tshuva, I'm going to bring you back and it's all going to be good. Right? So the Ramban has a shita. The Ramban says that the clawless in Sefer Vayikra, 48 or 49 clawless, the, the, the clawless in Vayikra, B'chukaisai, are actually referring to the first Beis Amikdash. And if he didn't do the sin, I'm referring to the first Golos. And the ones in Devarim, in Parshish Kisavoy, and then later on, right over here in Mitzavim, are referring to the second Beis Amikdash, our Golos that we're in presently. And it brings a number of very interesting, compelling raias where he compares the two in Yad and back and forth. So he says, for example, that if you look in the first Churban, in the first Pechacha, in, in Sefer Vayikra, it says, it talks about Avedi Zara a lot. It says, you're not going to serve Avedi Zara. He says, all of a sudden, you reach the second one, it talks about Aveda and Shkim Vart. You're not going to see one mention of Avedi Zara. Fascinating. Avedi Zara is the big Aveda. So he says, we know the answer, the famous Gemara in Yuma. The Gemara says in Yuma, 
the following. It says the bias rishon mepnei machad. Why was the base hamikdash destroyed? Mepnei avedazar gila rois hashvichas zomim. That's what they were doing. Bias sheni zok the gemarash onu bekiim behem. We know the bias sheni. Onu bekiim behem. We know who the chevra were. We know who the tanoim were. We know what was going on. Onu bekiim behem. Shehu oiskim betoyro ubegmilas chasadim. They weren't doing avedazar gila rois hashvichas zomim. Why was the base hamikdash destroyed? Mepnei machad. Everything about mepnei sinas chinam shahay beinayim. Right? That's, the Ramban brings down this Gemara. The Ramban says it's very fashtandik. Why in Vayikra it talks about Avedizara and Dvarim not? Because it's a different Golos. But the Yidin didn't serve Avedizara anymore. They just weren't doing the mitzvahs properly as, they, as Hashem wanted them to. Another chiluk, interestingly enough, is that the description that Hashem is going to gather their scattered people from around the world, you don't find anywhere anything of the type in Sefer Vayikra. Right? They moved from Bavel back there to Israel. They weren't scattered to Shemayim. In, in Dvarim, Hashem says, I'm going to gather you in from the ends of the world. And uh, he says, Taka, he brings that in the, in the Bayashayni, who came back? Only Yehuda and Binyamin. And a few of the remnants of the other Shvatim who happened to be with the Yehuda and Binyamin, the Malchus Yehuda. And so everyone, all, the, all of us today in this room really are from either Shev Yehuda or Binyamin. It's a little shy, or Levi, right? That's true also. But uh, and a little bit of everyone else mixed in. That's why we, in Nissan we say, uh, if I'm from another Shevet. Because there's a tiny perspe- uh, percentage point from other people as well. But Bechlolos, they didn't come back. But over here it says, Hashem, Hashem will scatter you. From one end of the earth to the other. Of course, which is Mamash Mekoyim in our Golos. And even, uh, even this very day, even more so than in previous generations. And and then there's another plot where it says, and what did it say in Sefer Tavarim? And I think from Pshuti Shomikra, this is probably the Raya from the Rambam, and why he found this so compelling and impossible to learn differently than it's referring to Mashiach. Because what does it say? It says, He'll be good to you and he'll increase you more than your ancestors. You'll be even more Gishmaka than the ancestors. How in the world could anyone in their right mind think that the Bayashani was better than the Bayashani? The entire Bayashani, they were under the dominion of other people. They were under a complete subjugation from the Romans, from the Greeks, from the Persians. The Bayashani didn't come close to the glory of the Bayashani. And Bechlal, the Ramban points out, we even had only a sixth of the nation even came back Bechlal. This is the Haftacha that Hashem says it's going to be even better than before. It's a Raya Brura that this was never Mekuyim. What we're discussing here in this parsha, the Hitzivcha, these words are very vital. The Hitzivcha, that Hashem will do good for you more than he did ever in the past. And uh, one more thing that the Ramban mentions about this is that it says uh, by the by the second by the one in Dvarim it says when all these all these all these curses will happen to your enemies and it says al ivecha ba'al seinecha double expression. So the Ramban says the ivecha seinecha are going to the two ways the Yishmaelim and the and the and the and the and Edim. The, the two the, persecu- the two persecuting nations with, of Kali Yisrael over our course of Galus, Hashem is going to have a din v'cheshbin with them. So B'pash, this, this is the raya. Now the truth is, there's one more raya be'etzim from the Ramban, a different Ramban, because over here it says, Umal, it, it concludes a passage that I didn't quote before, it says, Hashem will circumcise your heart. The next passage, Umal Hashem alekechos levav chaves levav zarecho, to love Hashem. Right? And, and, and the Ramban has a passage, Gabi the Ari Miklot, says, which is going to be the third ayah that the Rama brings, it says, when Hashem, if Hashem is going to be, or when Hashem is going to be, we're going to add more land to Tarit Yisrael, the land that we never got before, that is Kani Knizim Kadmoini. And then the next Pasuk says, when you will be careful to keep the Torah, in other words, when are you going to be Zoycha, 
for Hashem to be marchiv is gevucha, to expand your land, to include the territory of Eretz Kenyan when you keep the Torah. And it says, Lalechas bidrachav kol hayamim. The question is, what does kol hayamim mean? Kol hayamim implies eternity, the Ramban says. How, do you, how could Hashem say, when you keep the Torah for eternity, kol hayamim, then I'm going to be marchiv is gevucha. That's what it doesn't make sense. So he says, what it refers to is when you're going to be zoicha through your shminis hamitzvahs, to this Indian that the Ebershah describes over here, that umbal Hashem lekechas levavcha, that Hashem gets rid of our yetzahara. Our taivus, so while Hashem basically makes us tzaddikim, then you're you're certain that it's going to go on forever, like it says, the children of your of your of your children of your offspring. It's going to go on and on and on. So the Rambam, interesting enough, that this is the first raya that Rambam brings from Mashiach, and the Rambam doesn't. Uh, the Rambam just, just quotes the pashtas Meshavah Shemalekecha. He doesn't mention explicitly the part of the words which is the chayda the key, and the Rambam doesn't either mention umbal Hashem lekechas so Bukhalaifin, the Ramam learns that this is a very strong raya. And uh, we're gonna see in a second already showing a more very uh, the more rationalist approach, the Ibn Ezra. And he Taka says that the only clear raya in the Taita is this. He says there's no way to get around this. This has to be referring to Mashiach, this parsha. Pasha never happened, and it's something that uh, that has to be Makoyim. No, the 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 Behitibcha Vihir that Hashem's gonna return you to Israel after being scattered from one end of the earth to the other, etc. The, the, the Ibn Ezra says this is the one real ayah. Now let's look at the second ayah. Let's focus a little bit on this. We're not going to get so much to the third ayah today. The second ayah that Amon comes along and says, and keep in mind, the main ayah we get from here is Kibbut Goliath, Sachako, right? Kibbut Goliath. The Ebrish Devetan Kibbut Goliath. There's actually a Maisa, interestingly enough, that's... Uh, 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 in Ha'ir, uh, when Israel was established in 1948, the modern state of Israel happened on a Friday. So that Shabbos, Shmuel Zalmanov came into 770 and they saw the Rebbe roaming up and down with a Chumash, very agitated. They came to the Rebbe and the Rebbe said, they put down the safe, the Rebbe says, uh, uh, the Yidin returned to Hashem, did, did this happen? What it says over here that the Yidin will return, the Shavta will return to Hashem Likacha, the Shamata became to listen to his voice. You and your children. Is that, what, that was the state of Israel? The Rebbe says, The Rebbe has no Shaykhs in this passage to what happened over there. So, so this is a, this is an event which clearly the Tate is describing A, the Yidin are going to do Tshuva, right? And B, the Yidin is going to be Mekabi Zitchim. So, moving right along. Next that I, uh, he says, These are words explicitly in the Torah. They include all the matters which are told to us in the Nevi'im. The Nevi'im are elaborating to us what the Torah is referencing, what the Torah is describing, what's going to happen in the future. The Nevi'im are Megala. Those tell us exactly what it means. Now he continues with the second that I, it says in the parish of Bilaam, he talks about two Mashiachs. Mashiach Harisha, and he talks about the first Mashiach, Shudavid, Shaishiyas Yisrael, David Amela, who saved Kal Yisrael from their, from their, from their oppressors, Miat Sareh, and Mashiach Achnen, and the final Mashiach who's going to arise from his, from his children, Shemeshiyas Yisrael Bachlein in the end of days, Visham Huaymer, and then he starts darshaning the Pesukim, he starts darshaning the Pesukim. Okay, so now this Sadaya, we have to realize something very interesting. Again, the Rebbe points this out in Ha'ara and Asicha. If the Ramam ends up saying that 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 um, that the Nevi'im are Malay and Bedavar that the prophets, prophecies and the prophets are full of talking about Mashiach, but I don't even have to talk about it. For sure, Chazal is, is full of th- things about Mashiach, right? The Gemara, the Midrashim, you can find, you can, find, you can make a hundred Svarim of, of, of all the Midrashim, all the Nyanim about Mashiach. 
The Ramam is not bringing you a drash of Chazal that believes in Mashiach. The Ramam is trying to say that, that it's explicit in the Torah. So let's look at the parasha that he's quoting from. And we are again, this was never Mekoyim, and definitely Mashiach has to come. Okay, that's what the Ramam is quoting to us, the parashas. Okay. So now the truth is like this. The truth is that Ramam is learning it, the Ramam is learning it that it's going on two, it's two prophecies. One on Dovra Melech and one on Mashiach. And, and we're going to explain why, why the Ramam why he's doing that, why he's going with this approach, and why it's so you say this thing. But let's go first with a more, a more Pashta approach, and there are many Midrashim in Chazal who take learn the entire Parsha. By the way, there's four Nevuas of Bilam. Four times he comes back and gives a Nevu. We're referring to the fourth and final one, where he says that I'm going to tell you what's going to be Ba'achris Hayam. Okay? All the previous ones are referring to other Inyan. So in this fourth nevuah, there are many Bedrashim who learn that it's going on, uh, all going on Mashiach. The Ramah does learn it's all going on Mashiach. Just to look at the very uh, the very first two psukim, the Ramah brings four of the psukim. So the first thing he brings is, the first part, it says, I see him and it's not now. So the Rambam, it's going on David. I perceive him and he's not close. It's going on Mashiach. A star will shoot forth, will go out forth from Yaakov. Zedov, it's going on David. Become Shevin Yisrael, a staff. To, to, to rule and dominate the Jewish people in Yisrael, Zemelech HaMashiach. Let's stop right there. Famously, Bar Kochve, why was Bar Kochve called Bar Kochve? Kedorach Koichev Miyakiv, a star, Kochve. Right, and many shit to say that, because his name, right, Kuziba. Kochve, his real name was Kuziba, then they named him Kochve, but this shit is what his real name was. But B'chol there's a Gemara Yerushalmi, that Taka the Rebbe quotes, which uh, says in the footage, it says, Tani Rebbe Shem Reb Shimon Yichai is taught, who was a Talmud of Akiva, he says, Akiva Rabbeinu ha-yodayrish, he's the darshan. Dorach koichiv miyakiv, dorach kuziba miyakiv. It's going on, on kuziba, melech kuziba, Shimon bei kuziba, right, the one who, uh, the, 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 who, they, who he thought was Bashiach. And it says, Rebbe Kiva, Zakhti Yerushalam, Mikad ha-vachami bar kuziba. When he used to see bar, bar kuziba, ha Omar, he would say, Dein hu malka meshicha. Which means Zehu Melech HaMashiach in English, right? So this is uh, in Hebrew, right? So this is this is clearly the Rama. What did the Rama just say that I just quoted? Dorach Koychav Miyakiv Zedavid. Okay, the Kamashev Misrael Zemelech HaMashiach. So how we see the different midrashim, we believe the whole thing's going on Mashiach, right? So don't. So, so the Ramban, for example, has such an approach. Has such an approach. Look what he says. He says that I'm seeing him. It's not close. He's very distant. Right, the the, the 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 Ibn Ezra would like to learn that the whole Nevu is going on David Amelach. How he's going to conquer all his enemies. Very rather, he says the only lie from Mashiach is from Parshat Tzavim. Right, the Ibn Ezra is very adamant about that. And uh, you'll see in a second his his But the Ramban has stark kashas on him. First, I want to read the Ramban for you. Uh, not the Ramban in Avinik, but how he teaches it. So I'm seeing it very distant. Why is he describing how distant it is? So the Ramban says that if you look at all the Nevi'im, all the prophecies, many times they prophesize about events which happen in the next few hundred years. Daniel, all the Nevi'im, Yeshaya Novi, all of them prophesize things that are going to happen in 200 years, 300 years. The reality is this is only 400 years away when David HaMelech comes about. He says you don't find any Nevu'ah which talks this way, so distant. It's going to be so distant in the future. He says only Gulas are Nevu'ahs which are befetish about the Gulas. Over there you find such Lashayness. He says that's, what, that's one kasha he has in the Ibn Ezra. How can he say it's going on Dabr HaMelech? It gives this whole introductory description of how distantly in the future it is. Fine. It's a raya. That's not, not, his, not his strongest raya. And he says it talks, even uses such words, the end of days. He says, give me a break. 400 years, the end of days. Right? So many Nevoas are way past that. And all the Nevoas, no one speaks this way. He says, you find uh, 
um, you find, for example, by Nevoah, about the goal of the words, Liyamim Rabim, in many, many days. So, Taka the goal, you'll find such expression. So, that's, uh, that's one, that's a uh, kasha that he has. In any event, he continues the Nevoah and the Pasuk, and it says, like, a, a star will go forth, a shavit will go forth. The Ramban learns that it's going to Kibbutz Goliath, that basically it's going to be a global ingathering of the exiles, that it's going to be a global event. That's what it means. It's like a, like a star which shoots across the entire sky. It continues the Pasuk, he will pierce. Machatz means to pierce. Like you pierce someone's brain, God forbid. You pierce the edges of Moyev. In other words, even a nation, he's talking to Moyev. So he's, tell, he's telling him what's going to happen to Moyev. That's to all the nations. Like he says in a moment. But he says, even the, even the most remote edges of civilization, where you think you're going to be free, everyone is going to be pierced. Mashiach kumt in everybody's life. He's getting mixed in everywhere. Total domination worldwide. Even the edges, passe, like the word payas, the edge of your face, the most edge of the extremities of Mayav. He will undermine all the children of Shays. Shays is the, all human beings in the world come from Shays. Adam, uh, Hevel, and Cain were, were done with. Shays, everyone comes from, He'll undermine all B'nai Shays. Dr. Ramban, how could the Ibn Ezra say this is going on Dabr Ambella? It says, Kol B'nai Shays. Right? He's going to control and undermine some people say it means annihilate even. But let's, let's take the, the simpler, the, 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 the lighter interpretation. Right? He'll undermine Kol B'nai Shays. Right? He says, Dabra Melech undermine Kol B'nai Shays. People, people probably, the nations never heard of Dabra Melech Bechlam. Right? Kol B'nai Shays means all of mankind completely, not the nations immediately surrounding him. He says, this is Kemal Shabukim Gabari. And he continues, Adam will become an inheritance, will become a, a, a conquest. Seir, his enemy, will become a conquest. And Jews will generate success, will be successful. And then he says, A ruler will rule from Yaakov. And he's going to annihilate every survivor from any city. So after Ramban, it means every city in the entire world is going to annihilate. So obviously we don't mean literal annihilation. But it's trying to bring out even a stronger level of domination than we mentioned previously. In other words, he's going to so dominate, there's not going to be a single person who can escape his grasp. There's not going to be a single survivor. That's what it means. No survivors. That, right? The Hevid Sodimir. Then he continues with the Nevoah. Those of you who are familiar from Chitas know a little bit because Rashi also interprets it differently. But it says, He saw Amolik, Bayaras Amolik. He said, He was the first guy, the first one to attack the Jewish people, but his end will be eternal destruction. Then he says, Vayar Sakani, he saw the Kani. Now, why the title chooses to, use, to choose the event that it does is interesting. Kvesh is the answer to that. He said, he saw Kani. Kani is the, is the family of uh, Yisrael and us. And he saw that Kani was living amongst the Amalekim. So he told them, He's giving them advice. He says, Strengthen your, uh, your dwelling place. Put your dwelling place in the rock, meaning amongst the Jewish people. Get out of Amalek, because Amalek's headed for destruction. And then he continues, Ki'im, the, the, according to the Ramban, this is how we're reading all the Pesachim, Ki'im levoyer Kayin, because even if Kayin will end up being destroyed, you will end up being destroyed, because we know that Asher is going to come and going to exile all the ten Shmatim, and you're going to be exiled with them, so you're going to end up being destroyed, so why join the Jewish people? They're going to end up, he says, Adma Asher Tishbeka, Asher was the one who did it, the Assyrians, right? Asher is the one who exiled the ten Shmatim. So he says, how, how far, how much could they take you captive? In other words, everyone's coming back when Mashiach comes. You join the Jewish people, you join the eternal plan. You're in with, you're in for eternity. Right? He says, if you were with Amalek, you're going to be wiped out. You join the Jewish people, Adma Asher Tishbeka. How lost could you possibly become? 
And then he went on and he said, one, he, once he already spoke about Asher, he says, Oy, all nations come and go. All nations are going to disappear, including Asher, the most powerful nation in the world, who ended up, Sanchedet Bilbul's Kol Ha'ilam. He was so powerful that he took every nation and moved them to a different country. That's how powerful he was. He completely turned around the entire world. That's what he continues and says, Oy, Who could survive when Hashem imposes the, these things? And then he says, kitim, Ships from the Kitim. Who are the Kitim? Kortanashi and the Ramban, these are the Edoim, the Romans. The Romans are going to come and they're going to take Asher and, and, and exile them all over the world. In other words, in the end of the day, everyone gets exiled. And he says that the Kitim are going to come, the Romans are going to come, Ve'inu Asher, Inu like Russian Me'ane, afflict. They're going to afflict Asher and they're going to afflict Aver, Ve'inu Aver. Aver is the word we use for the Jewish people, Ivrim. Right? Ivrim, because we, we come from Shem and Aver. We associate with that family of Aver. That's why Yidna are always called Ivrim. The word of Aver, Hadar, that's a Drush. Yidna are called Aver. So he says they're going to they're gonna exile. It's trying to bring out the paradox how Asher is Sai going to exile the exilers, Asher, and, ex, and the exile, the Jewish people. The Gamhu, and then he talks about the Romans, and this is how he concludes the Nevoah. The Gamhu, And he too will be destroyed forever. Right? In other words, the only one survivor. In, in, in the end of the day, and then by Yolach, right, that's the end of the thing. Now, of course, we know Asher wasn't directly conquered by the Romans. First, Asher was uh, was conquered by, by, by the Bavli and by the Babylonians, the empire, and then by the Persians, and then the, and then the Medes, and then the Greeks. But the same empire kept being passed down. So with Asher, which was which ends up being conquered by the Romans, right? That basically they they get their culture and civilization gets completely nullified, and then in the end, Vagam Hu will also be utterly and totally destroyed, right? Now, if you read this, uh, there's a number of rais which would point that it's referring to Mashiach, the very nature of it, and just to take two or three of the rais of the Ramban, first of all, the character called all of mankind. What kind of a thing is this to, to annihilate or to, or to destroy or to undermine all of mankind is yet uh, is yet to have the Mekoyim Gevarim, that this individual should do this. And, and, uh, fine. Enoch Rayas. Oh, the Ramban says, Enoch, one last Raya against Ibn Ezra, because the only other option is Dov Ramel. Dov was a big conqueror. He conquered Amun, he conquered Moya, he conquered Edom, the countries around him. So that, 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 that's, that's, that was the approach that Ibn Ezra wants to take. But another kasha that he had, besides for the kashas uh, that I mentioned, that it's a very shver to learn as a, it's even impossible to say as a, because of a karka kopanei there's another plot, which is that if you look at all the nevuas, it's building up in history. The first nevu of, 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 of Bilam was about the Yidin in the Midbar, and how zeich they were, how beautiful it was. And then the second nevu is of how they're going to come into Israel and wipe out the Kananim, and they're going to get Eretz Yisrael. The third one is how settled down they're going to be in Eretz Yisrael, how fruitful they're going to be, and how they're going to have a king who's going to wipe out Amalek. This is referring to Shaul HaMelech, and then it says the Malchus will go even higher. And it's all referring to David HaMelech. And then finally, we have, and, and since we already discussed David and the Malachim, when we write, arrive at the fourth Nevoah, and, and, and he uses a new Lashonis, right? Things that you didn't mention that a moment ago. You were just talking about Shaul Hamelach and David Hamelach, and you didn't say, "I'm going to tell you the end of days." And clearly, we're talking about a new event after David Hamelach, after the period of the kings, much more distant in the future. And so, the, so the Ramam learns this that this is an explicit that these psukim are explicitly discussing the cases of Mashiach. However, however. He learns it that it's going on both side David Hamelch, and each pasuk is going back and forth between David 
and Mashiach. And why is that Negea? Why is that Negea? You see, and uh, he continues, let's go through the Drash and then maybe uh, maybe we'll discuss it for two, three minutes, but I think we'll have more, much more to discuss in the next year. So he says, Umochatz pasi moyev, that whole, 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 whole pierce the moyev, Zed David HaMelech, V'cheinu oimer vayaches moyev, it says that he hit moyev, vayimadadei mechevel, and measured them with the, with the chevel. He's referring to the incident, the fact is that David HaMelech, at a certain point in his malchus, he went to war with a lot of nations. First he went to the Plishtim, was the first one, in the southwest side of Israel, you know, where Gaza is today. He conquered that, he made Gaza capital, whatever. Then he went to this, to the, to the right, uh, to the, to the east, uh, southeast of Israel, where Moyev is, and he fought Moyev. And so much so, he actually wiped out two thirds of Moyev. And he t- took a rope, he measured the rope, and the amount of rope he killed two thirds of people in the rope. He made them lie down and he killed them, and the other ones he didn't kill. Okay, Imamish took revenge in the Kama from Moyev, uh, 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 it's different in Yonah, it happened, first of all, Moyev annihilated his family, those who are familiar with the Shtikul, stories of Tanakh, when he was running away from Shalom, he took refuge with Moyev, and then uh, when he went away, they killed his parents, imagine Yishai and his mother, and they killed all his brothers, he had one surviving brother who happened to be away, you know, uh, in, in Amun, I think, right, so, so, he, so finally he took revenge, but Achutz, the revenge, of course, mostly he was taking revenge for the Ebishter, he was doing it. And it says in the Zoyer HaKadosh, Parshish Bolok, that the reason why David HaMelech did it this way is because he benuach Kodshayim. And the Ebeshter made that only the Rishayim, in other words, it's similar, you know, we wiped out all the Kananim, right? A total annihilation. Because over there, they were all evil. Over here, apparently, a third of them didn't deserve to be annihilated. A third. So two-thirds, David HaMelech, Parshit, totally and absolute destruction, annihilated. And and David HaMelech, Emma, started conquest that we talk, what we talk about when we talk about Mashiach. And it's Kenny Klesi Vekamoyni. We see him after this, he conquered Edom. And he set up uh, ministers everywhere, and he, he controlled Edom, and he controlled Syria. He partially went around doing his thing. And that's what it's referring to in this Pasuk. And then, but Mashiach takes it way beyond Moya, the local country. It says, Vekarika Kobanei who control all of mankind, Zemelech HaMashiach. Shenamar boy, it says about him, Zechariah Navi, it says, Umashloi miyom adyom. He rules, his dominion is from ocean to ocean. And then the final passage that Amma brings is, V'hoya Edim Yireisha, Edim will be an inheritance, a dominion, like we just quoted before the story in Tanakh, Zed David. Shenamar batihi Edim ledavid avad, and they were for him servants, subjects, slaves. V'hoya Yireisha, Seir Oivav, and Seir will be Yerusha, because we know that the final Golos that we're in is considered to be Golos Edom, that they're the ones who committed this Golos. And Zemel HaMashiach, Shanamar, Ba'olum Meishim, Ba'etzioin, Lishbet is Haresa. That he's going to, and he'll have the Melucha um, um, forever. So the, uh, the, the, and there's, I didn't even begin to discuss what I wanted to discuss. In this thing, because we were just getting through what the raya was before actually discussing the the you know, why the ramams, what's the ramams raya, and what's how this whole gedara of what Mashiach is the most unbelievable thing. But that's it's it's Mayridik, and we're gonna save it for next time. And uh, just to give you one taste, right, of one question is that the Rambam decides that he has to call David Melch Mashiach. Not enough to call him to say that there the was. First of all, he has to tell us everything about David. It's so important for us to know. David, Mashiach. But if there's two people you want to compare, who are they? If you want to say that there's one person who's like Mashiach in the past, who, who, who would you suggest? 
Amosh Rabbeinu, Goyal Rishon, Goyal Achli, took him out of Mitzrayim, Mashiach's going to be a Navi, Kadiv Lamosh Rabbeinu, he's going to be a Chacham, he's going to teach, he's, gonna, he's a Goyal Yisrael. Out of the whole history, the one you compare him to, Davke, is Davra Melech, and the two Mashiach, HaMashiach, the Hei HaYidiyah, the Mashiach, his two Melech HaMashiachs in history, Davra Melech and, and, and thing. And the Raman goes through each Prat, how it's Mamash Negeya, and what's the Raya, B'chulu, B'chulu. And uh, so we're all looking forward to hearing it. By next week, we're already going to be in Eretz Yisrael. We're going to hear from Sheikh himself.